Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. How we're talking all about how long should you be resting for? So how long should your rest breaks be? And this is something that uh, seems seems small, seems simple, but this can go a long way in boosting your results and your performance inside and outside the gym. And most guys don't give too much thought to their rest breaks, but this can be a big mistake. A failure to find the proper amount of rest time that is specific to your training and your goals can limit your progress and your results in the gym. And just like reps, weight, and types of exercise are all important, rest time is just another variable that needs to be monitored and adjusted to get the most out of your training. So listen up today to learn how to make sure that your rest intervals match your training goals to get the most out of your workouts. So I know what you're thinking, rest breaks probably don't matter that much when it comes to your results, right? And this is common thinking, but it needs to change because although it's, it only makes a small difference, it's all these little 1% improvements in these different areas that can really go a long way in making sure that you're getting the most out of your workouts. And if you're not matching the type of training and your training goals to your rest breaks, you might be leaving some results on the table when it comes to strength gains, building muscle, or losing fat, which is what most guys I work with, that's what they're after. I know rest breaks aren't flashy or sexy, but it's the little details in your health and your fitness that yield big results over time. Like I mentioned earlier, it's these little 1%, these incremental improvements over the course of days, weeks, months, years that really all of a sudden create this big cascade of of positive effects. And that's what we're after. And that's why we're trying to factor where rest breaks fit into that equation as well. And I see a problem with rest breaks all the time, going to gyms, uh, not as much, unfortunately, with the COVID situation, uh, but I've seen this time and time again, go to a, one of these big box, these commercial gyms, and there is way too much rest going on. And there's a lot of talking going on, which is is fine. I'm not, I'm not against making your workout social and enjoying them. I think the community around it is great, but there's way too much rest time I see there, especially if hypertrophy is the goal. And hypertrophy would be uh, building actual muscle size and more of the aesthetic side of things. So unless your goal is purely top end strength, a lot of people, at these gyms are resting way too long. They'll 
they'll do a set of bench and then you'll see them walking around talking, doing these things. And it might be another, you know, five minutes might go by before they do their next set. And again, if top end strength is the goal, this might actually be acceptable. But for most people that might be trained hypertrophy with their accessory exercises, you don't want to be stretching out the rest breaks too long or it'll actually impact the results that you're getting. I see this in places like CrossFit gyms when there's actually way too little rest when strength is actually the goal. Now, this isn't, this isn't talking about the, the Metcon side of things, the conditioning component, but if you're truly trying to build strength as a CrossFit athlete and you're you know, doing, a, doing a heavy lift, resting a minute to a minute and a half, and then jumping back in and hit another set, you're going to really affect your ability to push more weight and build strength over time. So when strength training is the goal, there's more rest that's actually needed. And a lot of people fall into having too little rest. And I'll see this for those trying to lose weight when people focus too heavily on endurance training. So high rep endurance type things with short rest breaks. Uh, that's not going to necessarily be your best for weight loss. You have to combine some of these different uh, modes of training when it comes to strength, hypertrophy, endurance, and make sure that you're not mixing rest breaks within those. So making sure you're not resting too little when you're trying to build strength and make sure you're not resting too long. If you are trying to build it in the endurance side of things or trying to burn calories. So those are some of the things that I want to talk about here today and talk about actually, so how much should you be resting in between your sets? So let's talk some actual numbers to give you guys at least a starting point for determining the best rest periods for you. So when we're talking between sets, so between uh, sets within a single exercise, this can be highly dependent on the type of your training. So if you're in that strength range, which will consider you know, heavier, heavier weight and zero to six rep range, so zero, um, hopefully you're not getting zero, hopefully you're hitting at least your, your one rep, but in that one to six range uh, is going to be the rep range typically for strength. And this is typically earlier on in the workout, and this would be two to five minutes is the general rest period. So, and this is all based on, these rest periods are based on the energy systems that are used when we're working out. So for strength, there's our uh, ATP, our fossil creatine system that has to allows for a lot of force in short amounts of short amounts of time. This isn't what you're doing if you're running a you know heavy 400, 800 mile type run or anything longer than that, definitely. But this is in that short that that three to six rep range. You're really you're one rep. You're pushing for a heavy amount of weight. Now to re properly restore it's going to take a couple minutes to do that. So if you're jumping in your next set at the 92nd mark, then you might not be fully replenishing those systems that are going to help you move more weight in the following set. So that's why in the strength range, the longer rest periods are needed, but in the other, with the other energy systems, not quite as much time is required to be able to, uh, to be able to do that. So when we talk hypertrophy, which is more commonly in the seven to 12 rep range, uh, this is more volume. This is more the bodybuilding style, uh, trying to actually build muscle mass. And this, we're looking closer to 45 to 90 seconds. So that's going to be dependent on the, if you're doing a single joint movement versus compound movement uh, and, and how much, you know, how much weight you're actually moving within that. If you're doing you know, something like a set of bicep curls, you might be able to get away with the shorter end of that. If you're looking to build a pump, build some volume. If you're doing something uh, maybe more complex, like say a bent over row or something, uh, you might have to push the rest period a little longer towards that 90 second range. If uh, you're actually moving some, some solid weight with it and having to recover properly. So that's why there's that range in there. And if we talk endurance, so endurance would be anything 
uh, what I would consider 12 and above would be the reps for endurance. And this is more actually trying to, uh, as it sounds, improve the ability for your muscles to have better endurance, to be able to uh, work more consistently with, with less fatigue. And rep ranges for this can vary a little bit, but 30, sometimes even shorter than 30, sometimes you can go even 15 or less seconds on that. But a good rule of thumb would be 30 to 60 seconds for this specific rep range. So a couple things to note, note that these rest periods are their ranges and it's going to depend a lot on the exercises, the, how much volume you're doing within your training. And there's some other factors that can go in with that, but also note that these can be different within a single workout. So for example, you might start your workout with a, a strength movement, say a five by five heavy back squat. And in those cases, you'll be resting somewhere in that two to five minute range between each of those sets. Then you move to some lunges for more of a hypertrophy style, uh, three sets of eight reps. Then you would move to something maybe in the you know 60 second range of, of resting for in between those sets. And then you finish with some leg extensions or something. And you're doing two sets of 15 on those. And those you might be able to get away with resting you know, 30 seconds or so. So notice how this doesn't have to be throughout a whole workout, but this can this should go specifically along to that set and that workout's goals. So keep that in mind. And one thing I really want to point out is actually set a timer on this. Don't guess. This is something that people think they're either resting. People fall on both ends of it. Some people think they're like, oh yeah, I'm getting enough rest. And we actually time it. They're maybe only getting a minute rest between some strength sets. Or some people are like, oh no, I'm, I'm working pretty quick between things. And they might be getting you know, a minute to a minute and a half of rest when they should only be getting 30 seconds. So actually set a timer with this, at least when you're starting out to get a good feel for what that actually, uh, what the actual length of time is. And you can't lie when you're, when you're watching the timer. So you won't be, won't be fooled by that. Now that's, so that's talking between sets within, uh, within a specific exercise. Now between exercises, uh, there's, this can vary a little bit too, but if you're working the same muscle group, uh, you might have, you might have to rest a little shorter. If your goal is to get a pump, get hypertrophy, you can get away with, uh, if you're doing some sets where you're pairing multiple set, we use biceps as an easy example. Uh, you're doing multiple exercises, bicep curls, different variations. Uh, you can go shorter if your goal is hypertrophy, but it, you might have to go a little bit longer if your goal is strength. So say you're doing two chest exercises back to back. You want to leave a little more time with that. If you just did a bench press and you're going to an incline bench press, you want to give a little more time uh, in between those sets to make sure that you're recovering properly. And when I say a little more time, that can be anywhere. Think of that same strength range ratio of that two to five minutes between sets. Now, if you're working different muscle groups between, you can get away with very little rest with this. So if you're going from in uh, bench press to a row exercise, you don't have to be resting five minutes in between those movements. You can move pretty quickly through those and whether that's you're doing it one after another or doing them as a superset where you're going back and forth. And that's the benefit of some of these supersets is you can get away with a little bit less rest time and really focus on moving a little quicker in between those, but structuring in a way that you're working different muscle groups. So that's another consideration with that. And last thing I want to talk about is between workouts. So how long should you be resting in between workouts? Like with a lot of things is highly dependent on the volume of your training and how well you're recovering. This is something that there's general guidelines that uh, we start our clients with our coaching clients with, but that's something that we have to tweak a lot of because there are a lot of factors with it, but it is important to keep both your recovery of your muscle groups and your nervous system in mind. 
most people focus way too heavily on the muscle group only at the expense of the nervous system. So generally speaking, between workouts of similar muscle group, 24 to 72 hours is a starting point. I know you're like, thanks, Dave. That's super helpful. It's a pretty wide range. But a couple of things I want to note on that. So if you're doing higher volume work, you might be able to push towards, you might have to push towards the longer end of that. So think if you're doing bodybuilding style volume, you do a, a chest day where you're doing bench press, incline bench press, decline bench press, flies, cable flies, push-ups, you're doing all these things, you're going to require a little more rest in between those workouts. So stretching out a little longer. Now, if you're doing more of a balanced full body, what we say a hit style type of training, it might allow you to push towards the shorter end if your volume isn't too crazy. So say you did uh, you know, a little bit of, you did some push-ups, uh, you did some body weight squats, maybe some you know, walking lunges or something, you might be able to get away as soon as 24 hours doing more of the same things, more chest, more legs, more of the similar things that you're just doing because your volume is in a more respectable range. And that's why you see at these group style gym classes, you see CrossFit, these other group training things is that if properly structured, you can get away with training full body multiple days in a row, even if you're doing it properly. And even if you're varying a little bit more front side of the body versus back side of the body, you can get away even more so with that. Now, one last thing I want to touch on is we did, I did mention that your nervous system involvement, and this is something that gets overlooked. This is something most people aren't even aware of, but the higher your nervous system involvement in a workout will require you to be on the longer end for resting. Now, what is nervous system involvement? We've talked about this a little bit in uh, past shows, but this is how, uh, how hard your, your body is interpreting working. This is how, how hard our nervous system, which controls everything, is getting taxed, is getting worn down. So the same way our muscles get worn down, our nervous system can have an, uh, an impact if we're working out too hard, too many days on end. And you can look at past shows on overtraining and rest days are some other episodes we did around some similar things for this, if you want to dive more into this topic specifically. But basically think if you're doing all out efforts, if you're doing a heavy, a true one rep max, if you're doing some repeated sprint efforts, a max mile effort, some really hard conditioning style workouts, then you're going to need more rest time. And that goes beyond just the muscles. Your muscles might not even be sore, but you'll still risk overtraining if you're taxing your nervous system that way and trying to do it day in and day out. So to wrap things up, you can see why it's important to properly manage your rest breaks. And don't get me wrong, rest breaks are not by any means going to be the only factor to your success, but they do play a much bigger role than people give credit to. So if you want to maximize both your time and your results in the gym, then it's little things like proper rest times that will help you to continue to get there. Now, I know it's nothing magical, but these small changes, like I said, even less than 1% improvements every day can add up in amazing ways over time when you can stay consistent. So thanks for listening in today, guys. Uh, if you found today helpful, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email or message me on Instagram. You can reach me at IO Strength Performance to let me know any topics you find helpful or you want to see more of. Again, thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate all you guys, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. 
key subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.